Now, okay, here's how it works when we do celebrity chef interviews at The World. The publisher sends a cookbook to our newsroom, and one of us takes the book home and attempts to make at least one of the recipes. Makes sense, right? That's what I wanted to do before speaking with Swedish chef Magnus Nilsson. He shot straight into foodie stardom after his restaurant in rural Sweden, and we mean rural, Faviken, was proclaimed the most daring in the world by Bon Appetit magazine. Now he has a new cookbook out, also called Faviken, and I wanted to see what I could make from it. First step, a trip to a local Whole Foods to find the ingredients. Marketing team leader David Remillard tried to help me out, but it wasn't easy. We need marrow and heart with grated turnip and turnip leaves that have never seen the light of day. Very important. <laughs> Grilled bread and something called loved salt. We need a very fresh cow's heart to start with, and then a very fresh cow's femur. The marrow or the femur, we definitely can order for you. We can talk to our meat guy or butcher about the heart, because uh, I think we can also get that in for you. Uh, and what was the other things that you also needed? Uh, we need one turnip. That's easy enough. But that, that hasn't seen the light of day? That has stored in a cellar with its little yellow leaves that have started sprouting towards the end of winter. I have turnips. I have local turnips. I can't promise you, though, that they haven't seen the light of day. <laughs> Should we uh, try and find our, our cow's heart and femur? Let's go. I'll take you over to the butcher. How you doing? Hi, Mitch. Mitch Aaron, nice hey, to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So, so we've come to you to find ingredients. You ready for this? Yep. Marrow and heart. Femur bones. We have them. We can get them in anytime you ask. I'm going to look to see if we can get some beef hearts in. I'll let you know if I can do that. What was the other one we had a little trouble with? Oh, you know, we needed a, we needed a retired dairy cow. A retired dairy cow? Yeah. Let me see if I have them in the back here, let me give me one second. <laughs> no retired dairy no, cows. No, no retired dairy cows here. <laughs> we'll massage them too while they're growing. <laughs> you know what would be greatest? Would we give them this jazz music? Oh, yeah, massage. definitely. Headphones? Headphones. Nice. And then he's retired and we can eat him. That was a butcher at Whole Foods, Robert Mitchell, helping me out with my shopping list. I am joined now by Swedish chef Magnus Nilsson, one of the top 10 chefs in Europe. Magnus, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, uh, we poked a little fun there with that tape. Um, oh, that's great. <laughs> but um, as you could tell, it was a little hard to get ingredients uh, I th- I think for your I pretty cookbook. well, actually. Really? Think, yeah, you found the, at least you found the femur. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I had to order it, though. It, it yeah. takes about 10 days. <laughs> but a lot of your food takes time to cook, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And a lot of the food needs to be planned ahead in a long time in the restaurant as well. A year, one of the recipes, right? One of them uh, is probably a year, yeah. I have to tell you, I, I was fully prepared to just make a complete joke out of this book. Um, <laughs> but the fact is, whether or not you can cook these meals, the book is absolutely stunning. That's very um, nice to hear. Thank you. But who is the book for then? I mean, you know, um, some of the other... Celebrity chefs, Jamie Oliver comes to mind, make food that they hope people will go out and make. They will get the book on Tuesday and make the dinners on Wednesday. Yeah. That's not going to happen with your book. No, and that's probably not the idea either. The, the, from, from my part, the idea is that you know, uh, to write and produce this book and have people read it is all about sort of explaining the context of my restaurant. You know, your restaurant, people, Faviken. Yeah, exactly. For people who haven't got the same cultural background as I have to kind of explain why it makes sense what we do up there. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking through the book now, and as I said, it's it's very beautiful, very interesting, but a bit hard to understand the, this kind of food. <laughs> Tell me about what it is you do up there. In so I think Sweden. that, like, actually, if you look at on every chef anywhere, you know, the, the the most important thing that everyone makes in the kitchen is to to try to make the most out of whatever possibilities and difficulties you have in your situation, in your surroundings. You know, local food. You mean? Uh, no, not necessarily. You know, but you have to make the most out of whatever you have. Like, and for us, that's local food. We live in the countryside in northern parts of Sweden, uh, and that's something that works for us. You know, it, it makes sense. But if you in a city, it might be something else. So, the the restaurant seats about twelve people. It's very hard to get to. There's a great story at the beginning of the the cookbook um, from a travel writer about him getting there. It sounds like uh, quite the trek. Is this sort of one of those restaurants out of James Bond or something where diners pay a thousand dollars each, all twelve of them, and get this fantastic meal? Uh, they don't pay quite a thousand dollar each, but it's definitely uh, it's a costly restaurant. Um, and it has to be because it costs a lot of money to get those um, products in and to be able to prepare them the way we do. Now, uh, Magnus, uh, yesterday we asked listeners um, to send in questions to ask you, and uh, I'd like to read you a few if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. What time of year is best to visit Faviken? Well, it depends kind of what you like, you know. Uh, summer is probably the time of the year when we're most like most other restaurants. There's a lot of fresh vegetables, for example. There's a lot of things straight from the garden. Autumn, there's a lot of game, game birds, mushrooms, things like that. Winter is quite particular because everything we serve in terms of vegetables then has been stored or prepared in some way to keep. And then in spring, there's a lot of foraged food. So it depends mm-hmm. on what you like. That is uh, celebrity chef Magnus Nilsson, uh, voted by some one of the top 10 chefs in Europe. His restaurant, Faviken, one of the 50 best restaurants in the world, according to uh, the Wall Street Journal, I believe it was. <laughs> Uh, congratulations. Thank you uh, for joining us. Thank you for having me. And um, in about 10 days now, I, my cow's femur might be ready, and uh, maybe I can try a recipe from your book. Give me a call and tell me uh, how the cow's femur turned out. Okay, I will do. Good. You can see a slideshow of Magnus's restaurant at theworld.org and a video of him at work in his kitchen. This is PRI.